Nick, no shade, but sometimes our folks, including you right now, can be, be so deep that we're drowning. Okay. So the situation is there are certain things that we would still need to be able to do our own system that come from the process, process that currently exists. So here we go, finding ourselves in this cyclical pattern, right? We don't vote because we don't see ourselves reflected. We don't see ourselves reflected because we don't vote. We want to overthrow the system, but in order, in order to overthrow the oppressive system that exists, we have to change the system. The only way to change the system is to go inside the system. The only way to go inside the system is to vote our folks inside the system, but we won't vote because we don't see ourselves but that's there. And that is it. That's why you just need to go show up and do what you need to do. Okay. That was the lovely Angela Rye giving the facts because those are the facts. That is how majority of people think who are on the level of I don't vote or da 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 da. You better you better come to grips with the fact that that ain't helping either. Okay. On this episode of She Gets a Pod, your way is not the only way. It is Friday. We made it through the last week of September. We are going into October. If you are in the South, the weather still feels like summer. Hopefully, October, it starts to switch up. But uh, let's focus. It takes a lot of wasted audacity to think you know how to do every blood clotting properly in life. You don't. I don't. They don't. She don't. He don't. So who are you, God? This must be your seventh life. You must be a cat. And I wanted to say the other word, but I didn't. It was hard for me to resist. Your way cannot be the only logical way to do everything. I hate being around people who have to be right all of the time. Every damn time, you got to be right. Every damn time, you got to be the loudest. Every damn time, you refuse to allow a different point of view to enter the space, to enter the conversation, to be a discussion. That is exhausting. And people like this don't have friends of value that they know in real life that want to be around them. People tolerate you. People who are around people who always have to be right say this to themselves. Okay, that person is just opening the story. They'll be gone by two. I can ignore them, find other work to avoid them. Okay, this person is working today. Maybe that's the day I want to take off. Okay, Uh, I know I married this person, but I only have to see them two hours of the day because they get off at six If I stay a little longer, I'll have one more hour with them and then they'll eventually go watch TV or go downstairs or go to bed before me and I ain't got to deal with them. A lot of divorce rates were up high at the beginning of COVID-19 because spouses that knew they never really liked the person, never really wanted to be around the person more than they needed to be were home with that person for long hours and they could not tolerate that shit. Sometimes a job 
school, um, kids needing you outside the home, keeps a relationship that should have been dead a long time ago thriving. But when you have to spend more one-on-one time with the shit you don't want to face in people and they have to be right all of the time and they're super stubborn and they're always the ones who are getting you deeper into a hole you don't want to be in and they don't listen and they don't take constructive criticism. Uh, gets ugly. And I want to talk about it because I know y'all out there. I know y'all don't understand why. Y'all can't keep relationships. I know y'all don't understand why y'all can't keep friendships. I know y'all don't understand why people who once talked to you don't want to talk to you no more. Because you refuse to see the errors in your ways. You refuse to see another point of view. You refuse to admit that, okay, I was wrong. I should have approached it like this. I apologize. It takes so much for you to get that far into that point that people don't even want to work with you to get to that point because it shouldn't be that hard. My name is Shan. This is She Gets a Pod. Let's talk. Let's catch up. It's Friday. Pay that rent. I hope you wasn't spending your rent money all week because (laughs) tomorrow's the first. All right. September is over. How did you do? Did you accomplish what you needed to accomplish? Did you keep up with your calendar? Did you stay on budget? Did you resist that text? Did you not fall back into old habits? Did you keep up that skin regimen? Did you take your ass to the gym? Are you consistently taking your supplements and your vitamins and minding your business? Are you drinking the proper amounts of water? Okay, I'm just holding you accountable. Okay, I would just like to say for myself, I made it through another month without issues. Thankful, grateful. My mom is making me a chunky carnigan and i can't wait till it's done it is taking a longer time because one the supplies are low for that color of of uh yarn i'm using the brand yarn b it's a thicker knit um it's great for like blankets but i want a thick chunky carnigan and the thick chunky carnigans that i like are usually in anthropology and they're usually 300 to 500 dollars i'm not paying for that but i will say i understand why these knits are a lot of money because each reel is seven dollars all right and then i got it on sale at 30 percent off at hobby lobby because hobby lobby is the only company selling that brand of yarn i went to joanne fabrics in griffin georgia <clears throat> Which is rare because they really don't have joy and fabrics around like that anymore. Um, They had every damn yarn brand except that one. Um, Went to two Hobby Lobbies um, last weekend. And only uh, 
one of them had four. Then Hobby Lobby's system is prehistoric, so you can't really put the skew in and figure out what stores have what wool, which is super annoying. I don't think I can order online, and I do not see that yarn on Amazon. So, uh, this is going to be a slow project. Uh, my mom is doing it because I don't have the patience. Um, it's coming out pretty good. Uh, and yeah, people are saying they want one, they want one, they want one. But t- listen, so far it is costing me um, $89 in supplies of the reels of yarn. Time frame, she's been working on it for like three days so far. Um, she has a back piece. She has one of the front pieces. She did not do the sleeves yet. Um, and the bottom, I want kind of like a fringe. So we gonna see. Because I could have ordered a cardigan that was long on this website that I saw for like $50. But I don't like to have things everybody else has. And I'm short. So even if I got that cardigan, it'll be too long. So, get it one custom, all right? That's what happens when you have a real grandma and a mom that likes to sew and do seamstress things. You get custom things, all right? Let's get into what the podcast spotlight is. The podcast spotlight is seasoned podcast seasoned sessions podcast so i guess it's like um a podcast in britain because that's how the girls talk on there i found them on tiktok they talk about adulthood dating conspiracies and you know shit that happens in the gym and all of that great stuff you can check them out on spotify I don't know if they're on Apple Podcast app. You can check to see if they're on anything else. The podcast is called Seasons Sessions. Two wonderful melanated ladies doing their thing, all right? And I enjoyed the clips on TikTok. Now, let's get into the sticky notes. Sticky, icky, icky. Um, just to let you know, just in case you did not see... Or listen to the bonus episode I did over the weekend. Voting is November 8th. Early voting starts in October. Checking your valid ID as far as our government goes in the U.S. is vital. Don't you dare walk in there, take the time off, wake up early, and walk up to that counter with them old ladies and say, I'm trying to vote let me see your ID. It expired in 2016. Don't do it. They'll take passports. They'll take government work IDs. Like if you work for the Army, um, Navy, all of that shit. They'll take, um, what else do they take? School IDs that are valid. It has to be valid. It can't be something that's breaking, folded in half, or looks fraudulent. All right? Don't waste your time and don't waste their time. Um, I'm still saying fuck that queen. Okay, we're done with that. All right. I want to ride four wheelers in the desert. That is something that has been on my mind and in my noggin. And it's gonna happen. Don't know when, but it's gonna happen. I have a friend that has been inviting me out to Arizona. She, um, 
you know, she's been out there riding Harleys with her man. And um, I know her from working in Brooklyn at this vintage shop. M, she's awesome. I love her. And she's been inviting me out to come. And I think I'm going to take her up on her offer next year. Not this year. Next year. All right. Um, this is something I know for sure. Like, my girls are going to be tall as hell. And I'm going to look like the little sister in about six years. Not 10, not 15, about six years. Because I've been looking at Anya's legs and I'm just like, girl, you look like you're about in the sixth grade and you are only in the third grade. What is happening? Um, I would just like to say also, muscle shirts are for people with the muscles or loose titties. I said it, it's done, it's been said. Period. So, um... Last weekend, I couldn't fall asleep, so I, while I was writing up um, episode notes, I was watching Tammy. Tammy is a funny movie. I just watched it. There are way better films that don't get spotlight. Um, that'll just keep you like good spirits that people don't talk about, and we need to talk about that more. That's why I tweet like I do. Random... Um, in deep thought, um, quick, say it, get up out of there. Tweets at Shambi Potter. And I'm, tr- I'm, I'm a promise you'll be entertained. Are you not entertained? You'll be entertained. Um, there are way better women rappers that don't get shine because their body's not done. And I would just like to tell society that a lot of the mainstream women rappers that you see, they have writers. They have people that put together their thoughts that they're going to say. And what they do and what they're in charge of is their beauty team. The person that tells them how much fat to distribute to the other parts of their body. And being in the face on social media. Okay? Me, I respect people who write their shit. Rhyme their shit. Put together their shit represent their shit all of these i'm this i'm that sis you wasn't like that last year who's your doctor what's up did you buy this confidence or what where was it where was it when you had a chunky neck and there's nothing wrong with a chunky neck until you get a doctor to fix your chunky neck and then you have to talk shit about women who have a chunky neck just because you had a doctor to fix your chunky ass neck. Shout out to the people who really go to the gym and put in that work. All right. Your problems that you had back then will remain your issues until you address them. So stop feeling like y'all could bury shit. Um... You know what I noticed? We are going to be the generation that's not keeping fancy as pointless as China in our homes and those big ass cabinets in the living room. And I'm so happy that we, you know, graduated to having an open floor plan. If you see houses back into the back in the day, there's rooms for every space you walk through the house there's a room for the living room with the door there's a room for the dining room with the door there's a room for the kitchen sometimes two doors there's a room um 
like little narrow hallways that furniture today will never be able to get down. I'm so happy we learned to expand our spaces, okay? And our ceilings, sheesh, who told y'all drop ceilings was dope? Then people in the 50s and the 60s were defeating their space. And I can say this because I love design. I love architecture. I love all that shit. It's all art to me, baby. And when I be looking through my magazines and my furniture magazines, because that's where I get my inspiration for from other things, y'all was defeating y'all spaces back then. And y'all had a lot of space. Shout out to the people that live in Griffin, Georgia, because I went there last weekend. Sorry, I had to get that nap. Um, they have a lot of land and a lot of acres for sale. So if you're looking to buy some acres that are on sale right now, drive through Griffin, Georgia. I promise you it's pretty. The trees are going to change color when the seasons change. There's a lot of property out there. It's quiet. They have a lot of stores and don't you dare get caught. On them long-ass roads without enough gas. Or if a light goes out because there are no street lights. I went there during the day and I didn't see Nan street lights on none of them long-ass roads and them uh, state routes. Okay. Um, one last sticky note before we get out of here. Don't be the parent that keeps your 30-year-old home and scared to live life. Don't do every single thing for your kid. I say after they turn um, 22, they need to be calling their own doctors. They need to be keeping up with their ID cards. They need to be uh, checking their own mail, making their payments before they're due, making arrangements if they can't make their payments, Um, having some sense of what it's like to take care of a house. You shouldn't be cleaning their room. You shouldn't be doing their laundry. You shouldn't be cooking for them all the time. Allow them to cook for you sometimes. Just because you live with your parents does not mean they have to still baby you. That's all I'm saying, okay? Don't be paying your 40-year-old's car insurance. If they work and they're able, let them go to work and give you the money for the car insurance. Just because you're getting a lower rate on your shit doesn't mean you have to pay their shit. All right? Because a lot of y'all are the reasons why your your uh, child that's a daughter becomes a woman who is looking for a man to be their father. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times. And stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in. But you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro. Easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. 
And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Because y'all never let go. You're the reason why a grown man will only leave his household when he finds a woman that will baby him just like his mother does. And you are doing that lady and that man out there a disservice just because they love your child. Don't give them that setup. That's all I'm saying. Now let's get into this meat. The meats. All right, y'all. When it comes to people who think their way is the only way, <sighs> y'all have to stop. Nobody likes that shit. It's giving bully on the playground. It's giving um, my mom and dad didn't give me enough attention. How can I impress them? Go talk to somebody. And when I say talk to somebody, I'm not talking to the person that's a random stranger at your job that does not want to talk to you. I'm not talking about some homeless man or woman outside trying to mind their business. I'm talking about go seek help from a licensed therapist on where the need to always be right is coming from. Being willing to see another point of view keeps you balanced as a human being, okay? A lot of people can learn more if they shut the fuck up and observe or wait to be asked their own opinion. Getting all the attention in the room is never a good thing. That cocky, let me do it, this is what you need to do shit, is gonna limit you in life. For instance, math. There is no one way to do math across cultures. I feel like some cultures do it more efficiently, efficiently than others. And... Me, personally, I'm always open and aware of learning a quicker way to get to the answer because I hate math. But the older I get, the more stupider I feel because I see other teachers from other cultures break it down in a way where it is so easy. Everyone's mind does not work the same, which brings me to my point. You cannot always be the right one. You cannot always be the one that only has the answer. There's multiple ways to get to the answer. You have to be willing to explore that shit. I got these things that I taught myself to only do if, okay? Do not give opinions unless asked. So if you call me and you want to talk to me about something and you don't ask me, do you think I'm wrong? Or what would you do in this uh, if you were in my position? Or do you think this is right? I'm not going to give my opinion and I'm not going to say shit. I'm going to listen because you call me and it seems to me that you want to vent. Do not offer if the person is too stubborn. If you have shown me time and time again that even with um, someone giving you an option or an out 
or a solution that you still take that stupid ass way of doing things, I'm not saying shit and I'm not offering shit. If I have offered my time to you and my effort to you and I show up and you don't show up and I'm out here helping you, I'm not coming. I'm not your go-to. I refuse to be in the essence of whatever it is you got going on. If it ain't about me, I am not sharing, which means my phone is very dry because I have no gossip to say about the next person to a next person because I don't want to know shit that ain't got shit to do with me. I don't want to be in nobody's shit or nobody's drama. I don't want nobody dropping my name, even though I know there's people that I do not talk to for years, even decades, that are still dropping my name in conversation. And I don't know what their infatuation is, but hmm, okay. But what's so crazy is it will never get back to me. You know why? Because once I deem that you do not exist to me, you do not exist. So how am I hearing from the dead? How? Okay. All I'm saying to the people that feel like they have to be right is don't doubt possibilities because you're scared. Don't doubt possibilities because you don't have the confidence. Try some new shit and please get out of your way. All right. It's a better way to say I'm not sure. It's a better um, thing to say i never been there before. So I can't answer that. It's way better than acting like you've been everywhere just because you don't want someone to feel like they're above you or you feel insecure because this person is knowledgeable of more things than you. Just because you budget a certain way doesn't mean the the other way that someone budget is wrong. Just because you do your marriage a certain way doesn't mean the other way someone handles their marriage is wrong. This is what I learned with people in relationships. Do what works for you and the person you're in a relationship with. But don't come over here giving me advice because what you want out of a relationship is definitely what not what I want out of a relationship. How you raise your kids is definitely not how I raise my kids. What Nick Cannon is doing with those women is definitely none of my business. I do not make Nick Cannon money. I am not in the conversations that Nick Cannon is having. Nick Cannon's family is not my family. I am not related to any of those women signing those contracts in order to have those babies and be skeeted in. None of my business. I have no comment for that shit. But... If someone says, compared to what children need as a mother and you are a mother, do you officially feel like Nick Cannon will be a quality father, how you see quality fathers? Then I can have an opinion because I have the experience of raising children and I know what it's like to have one father that's very consistent and around and helps. And I know what it's like to not have a father that doesn't do anything with one of them and I see how that impacts learn to allow the invitation for opinion is all I'm saying 
a lot of people don't want to be around people that have to be right all the time because that shit is annoying. It's childish. It's like wanting to be with Mary, do life with your reflection only. And that's cool because a lot of people do do that. But don't sit in uh, friend groups or be in a chat or be in a community or be in a relationship consistently acting like, oh, that person got a problem or they got an attitude or I don't know what their problem is. Is giving gaslighting. All right? Stop being childish. Learn to welcome an opinion that's different from yours. It doesn't mean that you have to agree with it. But allow it to have space. That's it. I hope you guys have a glorious weekend. I hope you enjoy the 1st of October. Uh, Keep that head on a swivel. The popo be out the first week of October and the last week of the month. Don't let it happen to you. Because that motherfucker's got me in June. And now I got to wait two to three years for another ticket to fall off of my goddamn license. (sighs) Life. Bye, y'all. I don't know something about the children, you know. You know, it's just I don't. I can't really explain. Can't really explain it. But it's all good though. Well, let me start with the kids. Um, how many kids do you have? And and what about <laughs> the most recent child made you kind of stand up and take note? The kids. How many kids do I have? Well, all the kids in the world is mine. Okay, so I can't count how many kids I got. All the children in the universe is mine, everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, but um, it's just, uh, hey, the kids love dirty. Shout out to ODB. <laughs> there will never be another ODB. I remember when I went to Rock the Bells um, in 2007 here in Atlanta at Lakewood uh, with Ari's dad at the time. And it was an amazing show. And I want to say Wu-Tang came out last to perform. And they was jumping in the audiences and everything. And we tried to get out of there because it was so many people there. But his son came up and did, like, his verse for his part. It was so dope. Shout out to ODB.